I would say there are moms like you and I that are not perfect or famous, but are just everyday moms that are actively choosing to live out their faith and share it with their kids. And even though it may seem simple, it's really a big deal. So if anyone comes to your mind when you think of a faithful everyday mom that I should interview, let me know. All my contact information is in the show notes. So let's get started today. Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. Wherever you find yourself today, multitasking or just trying to catch a quiet moment alone, I'm so glad you're here as we learn together how to live out our faith and point our kids to Jesus. Please don't forget to hit the add or subscribe button today so you will always be notified about new upcoming episodes. Faithful 31 Moms is a love worth finding ministry, and I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Hey friends, today I wanted to introduce you to a faithful everyday mom and one of my very best friends, Catherine Bennett. Welcome, Catherine. Hey, everyone. There are a few times in life when the Lord blesses you with a friend like her, one of those forever kind of friends. They're rare. So I'm excited to have her on Zoom with me today from Georgia. I used to live in Georgia, so that's how me and Catherine met. We've known each other for about eight years now, Kat. Can you believe that? Wow. No, I really can't. (laughs) And in those eight years, I've watched her go from being a newlywed to her husband, Trey, to becoming a mom of three kids, all under five years old. So she's busy. (laughs) And one more fun fact, I think it's really cool, and she would never say this, so I'm going to say it for her, is Catherine was a D1 diver for the Florida State Seminoles, and has just recently started coaching high school divers near Atlanta again. So she'd probably never share that, like I said. So I'm just going to brag for her and do that because I think it's really cool. But before we dive in today, no pun intended there, Catherine, I have two quick questions for you. The first one is, how do you have your quiet time with three kids? (laughs) Well, um, I would say quiet time, my quiet time looks a whole lot different now than it did uh, five years ago before I had my first daughter. Um, I would say the time of day that I have my quiet time um, is different in each season and sometimes actually different each day of the week. But my priority has been staying committed to what I am studying in the word and learning that even if it takes longer to read through a book of the Bible, than I would like it to ultimately the goal of time in the word is prayer and intimacy with Jesus. Yes, absolutely. And that's so good. You need to give yourself that freedom because you don't really know what each day is going to hold, right? Exactly. <laughs> and then my other question that's just something fun is when you hear me say the phrase everyday mom, What comes to your mind that makes you an everyday mom? (laughs) Um, I think, I mean, today, for instance, I am sitting here with a day four dry shampoo, messy bun, um, no makeup, and I'm actually drinking my morning cup of coffee, um, and it's poured over ice, so iced coffee, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I, I reheated it maybe three times in the microwave and then... Uh, once nap time came, I poured it over ice. <laughs> gotcha. You got to stay caffeinated and you <laughs> right. don't really have the time to just finish like a normal mug of coffee with little 
ones running around like that. So that's funny. You've told me that you do that before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so as I've already told you, Kat is a mom of three, all under five years old. So there's no need to explain to anybody that's listening today that she's busy. Right. And you can probably all identify with that in some way. But Catherine and I have been talking a lot recently about how easy it is to mistake our busyness for that being our purpose in life, that we put our blinders on. And it's so simple to just worry about you and your own family, because there's plenty to do with just that list, just you and your kids and your husband, your immediate family that keeps us all busy, no doubt. But what I really want to focus on today is what would happen if you and I listening began to get beyond our own families, our schedules, our to-do list, and really just see the needs of other people around you. And to take it even a step further than that, to see others' need for Jesus around you. We all have neighbors and single moms and widows in our churches, the moms of our kids' friends from school, and then so many other places. There are people everywhere. And a lot of times, we're just not looking. So me and Catherine have been talking about this a lot. And she is someone that to be quite honest, I look up to in her and her husband, Trey. They're both such intentional people with the people that are around them. So I'm going to let her share with us today. Catherine, what are some excuses that you and I have both told ourselves before and any mom listening may be telling herself when even the thought of adding something else to your schedule or your life comes up? You might say, I can't do that because fill in the blank for us, Catherine. I can't do that because of this. Oh, now there's so many things. Um, I mean, the first thought that comes to mind is I can't do this because I don't have enough time. <laughs> right. I don't have enough time in my day. I don't have time in my life. Um, another thought is I don't have the bandwidth to even think about helping someone outside of my family today. So yeah, I don't feel like I'm qualified. I mean, I'm not a pastor. I haven't been to seminary. I mean, all of those thoughts and Ultimately, I think they're thoughts from the enemy, but that, those are thoughts that enter my mind. <laughs> yeah. Or you might even say, well, I can't even think of anybody. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, if true. you're saying that, you're probably not looking around <laughs> beyond your own like <laughs> schedule and the things that you have going on. Um, and then I know that you and I, Catherine, have both shared like this is a constant struggle for us. Like we do not yeah. have this figured out today. We're just really wanting to challenge ourselves and challenge other moms and encourage other moms. But when we get over our own busyness with the kids and with other things that you mentioned to reach out and help others and share Jesus with them, what is your best advice for how to start? Like, how do you begin to even to do this? Oh, that's a great question. As much as I would love to say, I naturally lean towards prioritizing people over tasks. Unfortunately, that's just not the case. I tend to find satisfaction in getting work done and being as productive as possible. Um, you mentioned being an athlete in my past, and that is just something I really struggle with is the task at hand. Um, but in the past few years of being a mom, I am slowly and painfully learning that this is not the goal of motherhood or of life as a believer. We really have the higher purpose um, to glorify God and to share his love with others. So um, to answer your question, I guess, in a shorter way, it would be 
I'm learning how to daily surrender. And sometimes that's several times throughout the day, surrender my plans, my to-do list, um, and ultimately my heart's desire to the Lord. Yeah. When I was talking to you about this, your exact quote was, a lot of times I just put task over people. And I thought that is so like bluntly honest. I love that because I think that it's something that we're all guilty of, um, especially in motherhood, but, and that you're really trying to let go of that um, and give that to the Lord. And I have two stories that really come to my mind that I just thought of immediately when I wanted to have you come on the podcast. And um, the first one, you were dealing with some pretty um, heavy postpartum um, stuff, which a lot of us, I know I have before, and a lot of people listening probably have as well. So the Lord kind of didn't give you an option, though. Um, He kind of laid somebody in your lap. So will you share that story with us today? Sure, sure. So I'm trying to think this was the spring after I had my youngest, who um, actually just turned two years old, she at the time was about six weeks old. And as you touched on, I was struggling with um, some pretty severe postpartum. And it was actually my first Sunday going to church. It was the Sunday before Easter. And I walked into church for the first time after having my third born and a friend who I hadn't seen and years, probably two years, came running up to me and said, hey, I want you to meet someone that's here for the first time. And she has two young kids. I think you might be able to connect with her. The girl was a hairdresser, which I really feel like it was the Lord um, because I had actually found out the day before that my hairdresser was retired and I was looking for another hairdresser. So I actually scheduled a hair appointment that next week uh, to be able to to share the gospel with her. So also it was a great way to get out of the house after having an eight week old. But um, <laughs> the, my main purpose was just to get to know her and to tell her about Jesus. So I had a, a hair appointment with her that week and ended up that she actually gave her life to the Lord in that service at church just three or four days before. And then that following Sunday was Easter and she got baptized on Easter, um, which was really cool. So I got her a a new Bible and we started reading in John together. And then that summer, probably about two months later, a friend of mine that knew kind of what I had been going through and that I had been struggling um, postpartum and knew about uh, the friend that I had met that had recently gotten saved, she offered to host a Bible study that summer, mainly with the intention to disciple her. And we went through a book that focuses on uh, your identity in Christ. It's called Identity Theft by Melissa Kruger. Highly, highly recommend this book. It was uh, really an amazing study for me, just in redefining uh, that my identity is not found in motherhood or um, my kids, but found truly in Christ. And then also for my new friend who was a new believer, she really found just great purpose through understanding what it is to be a follower of Christ. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great suggestion. I'll put that in the show notes. And, you know, I remember you sharing this story with me like firsthand as it was happening and you saying to me, you trying to fill in the blank like we were talking about earlier, Mallory, I don't feel like I can 
do this, like a study with other women right now and, you know, help her because I am struggling walking through postpartum. And you could have made a lot of excuses, honestly, and you probably tried, but like we all would. But, you know, the Lord clearly um, brought this lady into your life and you you went through with it. And I think that that's huge because we can all make excuses, right? And so I love that story. I thought that was an awesome story. And the next one, your husband actually started sharing with Josh and I recently, and it was just, it's a funny story kind of in the beginning of how it happened, (laughs) but it found you also in a very busy season of life in a different way. You know, it was Christmas time, you said, and you're homeschooling and you're coaching now, like I shared earlier. And so once again, could make lots of excuses. I don't have the time. But will you share that story with us, too, about this mom that you got an opportunity to pour into or that you're still pouring into? Yeah. So um, it was a couple months ago, I think in the beginning of December, I was trying to work on some homeschool with my daughter. So it was around lunchtime and we just were not getting accomplished what we needed to. My husband just walked downstairs and said, hey, can I help with anything? I'm like, yes. Could you please just take the two littles out of the house for like 30 minutes? Like even if it's through McDonald's drive through just could you could we have 30 minutes just to finish school? <laughs> and he was so gracious to offer that. And uh, I'm so thankful for him. So he took the two littles out and he came back about an hour later. And while he was out, I, I had no idea where they went or what they were doing. But I got a text message from an unknown number while they were out saying, will you be my friend? And what the story, what ended up happening is my husband went to, he just took the kids to the park. He overheard um, a mom talking to another lady and trying to befriend her. But the other lady just said, oh, I'm sorry. I like, I don't live near here. I actually need to go. I'm sorry. So she walked away and um, my husband, Trey, just felt really bad for this mom um, who he had overheard that she had just moved to the area and didn't have any friends. And so my husband, he doesn't normally talk to women like one-on-one like that, but I mean, it was at the park and he just said, hey, I heard that you're new to the area. Where are you from? And she started telling her story. They had moved right before the school year started and she didn't have any friends, didn't um, know the area. Um, And her husband actually worked a job that he was gone or he is gone 30 days out of the month. He's only home one day a month. So she has an eight-year-old daughter who's in school and a one-year-old, barely one-year-old. And so Trey had given, just said, well, if you ever want to spend time with a friend, here's my wife's number if you're interested. And she said, oh, I would love that. So he gave her my number. <laughs> and then in the meantime, I received a text from her saying, hi, this is my name. When can we hang out? And so we <laughs> hung out. Trey came home from the park and I was laughing and just, he said, God told me to talk to her and God told me to give you, give her your number. I texted her back and we hung out a couple days later at another park. And it was just So the Lord, um, it was the Lord just wanted us to be friends. And after getting to know her, she really didn't have very many friends in our area, but even in the country, because she had just moved from a different country a couple of years ago. She even there was a little bit of an issue with language barrier. 
we have now become good friends and she had heard a little bit about Christianity. She had some missionaries from her, the country that she moved from share with her about the gospel, but I am not sure if she has a true relationship with Christ. So um, actually while we were at the park, the first time I was just getting to know her and I invited her to church and told her about the Lord and just got to Um, share my heart with her. And at the same time, my daughter, who is five years old, was actually sharing with her eight-year-old daughter about the Lord. And she had invited her to church. And when we got in the car, my daughter said, "Um, Mommy, um, did you know that my new friend doesn't have a Bible? She had to rent a Bible from the library one time. And she said, can we get her a Bible for Christmas? (laughs) <laughs> and, um, so I just, I was blown away that my five-year-old just, I, I truly was blown away because my five-year-old is not saved yet. And we pray for her salvation daily, but just to see her heart for Jesus and this girl was just so sweet. So it ended up that I continued to pursue the mom that week and call her and I texted her and said, would you like us to come pick you up for church or bring your daughter? or follow you to church. And she said, absolutely, you can pick my daughter up for church. So we started picking up her eight-year-old daughter for church. I want to say it was the beginning of December for several weeks. And then after about a month, the mom and her one-year-old came to church with us too. So it's just been really sweet just to see the Lord working in her heart and her life over the past couple months. I love that story. It's so funny just receiving a text, will you be my friend? <laughs> but <laughs> but in all seriousness, like as much as like we chuckled when we heard that story in the beginning, you know, I think my favorite part was how you were so intentional to actually get together with her. And on top of that, how your daughter, your oldest daughter, and she's so precious, I love her so much, how she was sharing with the little girl at the same time you were sharing with the mom. And that's just a, <laughs> that's just a testament to the fact that she is old enough now at five years old to see that you and Trey are intentionally seeking out people in your lives, both through your Sunday school class, but also just people randomly at the park or wherever, and seeing how you're five-year-old like responded as well and she just kind of was brought along in the process I love that because you know just because it's not a good time or it's not convenient for us to pour into other people you know I think that when we take the time to do that our kids they see that and it really impacts them you know and that's just that's the testimony to that right there what you just shared so can you give us a couple of other examples maybe somebody's listening and they're thinking well I'd love to do something that could include my kids so that they would you know, get to see that as well. Can you give us some examples of things that you've done with your kids that like in serving other people or taking time out for others? Um, Yeah, we, I'm trying to think, we oftentimes it's something as simple as bringing a friend a meal or bringing, uh, we have a couple widows that we are ministering to. One is our a neighbor and one is a widow from church. Oftentimes we'll just stop by with these. And um, my oldest daughter, she's five and she's starting to read. So sometimes we'll even bring a book to just 
read with one of these precious ladies that we love dearly. Sometimes it's uh, sending a video, like with my kids, we'll just sit on the couch and uh, maybe they'll sing a song or um, just to send a word of encouragement to someone who might be struggling. If it's somebody who I know does not know the Lord and like this mom that I was telling you about, anytime that the Lord brings them to my heart or my mind, I will text them um, immediately. And I know it's sometimes in the midst of a busyness of the schedule or busyness of your day, it's, um, you know, sometimes inconvenient. But if the Lord brings someone to your mind or heart, I would just encourage you to reach out, um, whether that's a call or a text. But yeah, that's that's something I'm learning. You know, it's not always easy. Like you shared this with me. You know, sometimes the kids think, well, mom's leaving me to take somebody food or, you know, mom's dropping me off at the nursery so she can go teach her class or, you know, all those things that sometimes you can't do with the, with the kids. But I think that you do a great job of like, like you said, bringing your oldest, especially along, like to help me cook this meal for somebody or, you know, help me take this Bible to a friend that doesn't have one or, you know, something like that. And that's obviously made a huge impact in her life. It's just little things, you know, that I think are so important. And Kat, if there's a mom that wants to be intentional with reaching out to others for Jesus, but they just don't really know where to start, we've given them a couple of suggestions, but they'd still like some more ideas or encouragement. What would you say to the mom today that wants to do this, but she's just not really sure where to start? Um, That's a great question. I think something that I've had to ask myself are what are, what are the things that last forever? What are the things that are eternal? And those two things are people and God's word. So if as a believer, as if I'm going to prioritize people and God's word, how can I do that tangibly? Things, things change. Circumstances change. Life changes. But the word of God doesn't change. So prioritizing that in my daily life through uh, my quiet time and through living out the word has really become just such a priority. And the other thing that is eternal are people. And focusing on that, that people are going to go to one of two places, either heaven or hell. And that decision will be made during their time here on earth. And so for this reason, it's important for us to share the gospel, share the good news that we have in having a relationship with Christ. And there's often times that I don't feel qualified or ready, but the Lord makes it clear and he will, he'll speak to us who he wants us to reach out to. Um, and when he does that, I, I know my heart isn't at rest until I reach out to them. And it may be something simple. Like I said earlier, bring, sending a text or bringing a meal, or it may be something that may require some additional planning, um, like offering to keep their kids or doing something that is out of maybe even your comfort zone. But when the Lord places someone on your heart just really encourage you to to follow and to be ready to answer his call. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. You know, your mission field can be right there at a playground or it can be, you know, right at Chick-fil-A or wherever you're at, like with your kids, you know, and that's what you you do. And that's 
um, you and Trey both do, and that's just a really big challenge to me. And um, I know people listening as well, but it also is encouraging that, you know, it's something that you struggle with still to do and um, that the Lord's working on it in you. So I appreciate you being real with us and sharing those things with us, Kat. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Mel. And my hosting ministry, Love Worth Finding, has some great free resources and messages that can help you feel more confident in sharing your faith with other moms or just people in your life like we've been talking about today. So I'm going to add the link to that um, site in the show notes that you can check out. It's a really great page to help you just feel more confident in doing that, what we've been talking about today. And if this ministry has blessed you, this podcast has blessed you, and you'd like to give a gift, there's a link for that to donate as well in the show notes. But thank you so much for joining me, Catherine, and thank you for listening today. I want to ask a big favor, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or however you listen to your podcast, would you do me a huge favor and leave a quick rating for this podcast? It just takes a few seconds, and it will really help us reach more moms in this ministry. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Faithful31Moms and tag me in any stories if you decide to share this episode. You know Catherine and you share this episode. And thanks again for listening. And remember to keep up the good work of pointing your kids to Jesus.